We are in the uncertainty of what's going on. One of the things that people forget is we have had 11 years of incredible economic growth. Uh, that means there's lots of money out there. We've got to act in hustle mode. We're acting as if we're starting up again. You've got to let people know that you're in business. And if you're in business, you've got to do some shit. Go out there and ask people and offer your services based on where their mentality and where their mindset is. We stand today. The Business Method. The business with method. a shout out. The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs' systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring successful entrepreneurs and high-profile people dissecting their business models. We dissect the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that have built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that produce over a million dollars and annual revenue and now we're interviewing 100 major influencers to get behind the minds and the science of using influence to grow business and influence income results economies and cultures there's a growing number of people building these caliber of businesses like this and we're going to figure out what it takes to make this happen now let's jump in today's show the business method Hey guys, we are in the midst of still the coronavirus crisis, coronavirus outbreak, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. And we have dedicated the episodes the past few weeks, including this episode as well, to uh, focus specifically on what entrepreneurs should be doing during this time. There's a lot of people out there that are scared, that that are uncertain. We are in uncharted territory for business. However, those people that have seen, I guess I can include myself in that as well, times like these through depressions, recessions, there are patterns that us entrepreneurs and owners of business and companies can use to help us thrive and succeed through this time. We have a guest today named John Logar. He is a friend and mentor of mine and a very intelligent, seasoned entrepreneur that has been around for years that has a consulting agency also has courses and he's been in so many different types of businesses. On the podcast today, John goes deep on marketing strategies that people can use, why this is the most exciting time in history for entrepreneurs. I was a bit worried about myself and my business and what's going to happen with my business here in the next few months and a few years, to be honest. And then I hopped on this podcast with John and uh, John is the light at the end of the tunnel without a doubt. Money is shifting. Money is amassing. And if you position yourself correctly, you can be one of those companies out there. You can be one of those entrepreneurs that uh, survive, thrive, that are the people who lean on during times like this. So I recommend this podcast for any entrepreneur that's going through any challenges with business right now, which is every single one of you. John is the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to how this thing is going to look. And you guys enjoy this episode, but also grab a pen and a piece of paper and take some notes because you're going to need them. But first, a word from our sponsors. NomadX.com is shaping the way remote workers live, work, and learn online at NomadX.com. Remote workers can find apartments, bedrooms, or co-living spaces to rent on a monthly basis, 50% more affordable than Airbnb. True story, you guys. Plus, that's not all. NomadX is a comprehensive educational platform providing easy-to-learn courses to start or to scale your successful location-independent online business. They have built an incredible community with more than 7,000 remote workers and online entrepreneurs, and they have over 21,000 followers on Instagram to show you how to position yourself as an authority and how to combine different social media channels to gain maximum visibility. 
During these remote working times, nomadx.com is the trusted community for location-independent entrepreneurs to live, work, and learn online. Check them out at nomadx.com. That's nomadx.com. And now, without further ado, you guys, let's welcome John Logar to the podcast. Entrepreneurs' systems, methods, tools, and tactics. Hello, Facebook Live. Hello, the Business Method Podcast, you guys. I just got uh, the great John Logar, a very good friend and mentor uh, and influencer of mine that I have known for a few years now. He's been on the podcast, I think, twice already. This is his third time. But uh, he was talking about coming on the show, uh, or we were talking, we were discussing with one of his employees about having John on the show to uh, get into the nitty gritty about how entrepreneurs can help themselves and succeed and thrive through this crisis. And if, as you guys may have seen on uh, recent podcast episodes or Facebook Lives that we have done, we've talked about, um, you know, there's three positions that you guys could be in. Uh, you're either going to fail, you're either going to crash or you're either going to survive or number three, you're going to thrive. And so John has a wealth of knowledge exactly what entrepreneurs can do during times like these. John, how are you, my friend? Welcome to the show. How you been? I'm good, man. It's uh, 3.45 a.m. in the morning on the uh, east coast of Australia. <laughs> I cannot, I, normally I'm on a plane somewhere in the world. Uh, for the first time, my, my wings have been clipped, so I'm grounded, uh, self-isolating uh, in surface paradise, which is a pretty cool place. Pacific Ocean's over there. The sun hasn't come up yet, so uh, I'm feeling pretty, uh, pretty good, actually. Uh, morning time is always good for me. Yeah. And John said, John, I was like, John, we don't have to schedule the podcast so early for you. And he goes, no, man, we're in startup phase. This is, this is when wealth is generated. This is when opportunity happens. We need to go. We need to go. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. If you're okay with 3.30 a.m. Australia time, that's fine with me. It's noon here. So let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So John, just let's get into it. Entrepreneurs are scared right now. Everybody's, you know, uh, got anxiety. Every, nobody knows what's happening. We're in unch uncharted territory. What, what should we be doing as entrepreneurs? So let's sort of deal with the big elephant that's not really an elephant, but it is an elephant in our room right now. You said the word scared, uh, unsure. There's a lot of uncertainty. Um, back in, um, a friend of mine, kind of uh, Todd Herman brought this up. Uh, uh, back in the 1990s, uh, when the Soviet bloc collapsed, the US military went into this uh, thing called VUCA, V-U-C-A, which stood for volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And those are the times that we are in right now. And we actually have two crises going on. We have a health crisis going on in the pandemic of coronavirus and COVID-19, and we have an economic crisis going on right now that's being forced by the circumstances of how we're managing this, uh, this pandemic. Right, so two things. So, so we are in VUCA right now. We're in volatility. We're in uncertainty. We're in complexity. We're in ambiguity. What we need to be is, as business owners, um, as people who are looking to, and, you know, the thing that I'm constantly talking to people about is. Uh, be in business. If you're in business, you still have to help your existing clients. You have to acquire clients. You have to manage your leads. You have to deliver results for your clients. And you need to be able to rate, retain, uh, resell and upsell those clients so that you are still in business. So be in business and stay in business. But more importantly, look at your opportunity to thrive. Uh, this, so, the, so the part of this is, is on the other side, the acronym is Clarity, assurance, leadership, and uh, movement. Um, uh, I'm just quite, you know, Todd Herman, who's an incredible uh, performance coach for business people around the world who contracted the virus, uh, decided to speak to a lot of uh, CEOs around the world, and so th th this was coming up in the conversations. So we need clarity. We need some clarity right now. Uh, we need a level of assurance. We need leadership. Our governments need to be leaders. We as business owners, we need to be leading our clients and our teams, the people who work for us, uh, are very, very important to us. We don't want to lose people that have skills to the marketplace. Those people are valuable to our business. So we need to make sure we keep our people employed. And to do that, we need to acquire, we need to engage uh, clients uh, today in a very different way than we've had before. In Maslow's hierarchy, you know, right now we're at the, the you know, we need that physical food, you know, shelter, that sort of stuff. Uh, we need safety, we need jobs, we need security, right? We're at that moment and we do need uh, connect uh, connection. We need to be able to connect with people to have uh, that sense of society and community. And that's where we're at right now. And so where our messaging in the market needs to be is to be where our customers' heads are. Right now, people are wanting to be safe, secure, 
they want to have a connection, um, and they want to they want to get on with it, right? They, everybody's self-isolating, uh, you know, and and there are people out there like myself who are chomping a bit. Like I haven't stopped, right? I'm still we're still generating clients here. Uh, yes, uh, have we had to make adjustments with clients? Absolutely, but uh, but you know I'm in business, and as a business owner, I need to be in business. If I was a coffee shop owner, and I just in Australia we just shut down all the coffee shops, you can't gather, but you can do delivery and you can do uh, uh, take out coffee right so you need to adjust your strategy with your customers and you need to communicate so we need the clarity we need assurance and we need leadership and leadership will come from people who are in business uh, who are out there communicating that message and saying hey we still need to buy stuff we still need to do things you know we are, you know one of the things that people forget is we have had 11 years of incredible economic growth We've, had, we've come out of 11 years of incredible economic growth. Some of the greatest wealth has actually been created in the last 11 years, right? Uh, that means there's lots of money out there. Our governments are providing stimulus packages to try and push money back into the economy so that we uh, buy. Our financial institutions are going to get very creative in financing over the coming uh, months and a year or so uh, to help people to get access to funds so they can bring that money back into the economies. So we will, we are not going away quietly into the good night, right? Some people are, but to quote Shakespeare, we are not going quietly into the good night, right? We are not going, you know, this isn't going to destroy us, right? Uh, but it's going to make some significant changes, and it already has. Uh, it's making changes in, in sanitation, in health. It's making changes in the way that we're looking at our financial security. It's making changes in how we behave as a society. It's also changing the way we communicate as well on, on, a, on a very significant level. So like you said, there are a couple of, there, there's those three moments. There is a growth curve. Uh, that, that, sorry, it's not a growth curve. There is a timeline. And, I, and, and this has been discussed, uh, you know, it can, consulting levels, at CEO levels and management levels right now. This is going on around us. And they're talking, uh, if, like let's say into the future, they're talking three years. They're talking in the next three years, we're kind of going to uh, uh, get back to some level of a normality, whatever that might mean, right? So if we think three years, but there's this period of about 18 months. And what we do between now and that 18 months is going to be critical to where we're going to be in business in 18 months time if we're a business owner. Because what's going to happen at the 18 month period, that is if, if we've been proactive, if we've been planning, strategizing, adjusting, innovative, creative, uh, being in the market, being in business, we're going to go through this steady steady growth curve around that 18 month period at that 18 month period there's going to be a hockey stick moment so there's three people in the world right there's going to be those people that are giving up right now they're they're they're, they're literally panicking they are uh, firing people letting go of their skilled workers uh, and they are reacting uh, um, very irrationally in a very uncertain time right they're, they're they're pulling in right so there's going to be a lot of businesses that will go by the wayside this opens the door to a lot of businesses to come into the market so this is what's going to happen there's a lot of people out there they're going to get into business because they're sitting there saying i just lost my job i don't want to go back there because we don't know you know if he's going to survive or if he can even pay me i'm just going to go and start my own business and work for myself and go into the market and be the contractor that my contractor was right uh, that's not, that's what's coming 30,000 people in our airline industry just lost their jobs. 30,000 people are sitting there looking online where they can change their skills and where they can work. So areas that are gonna grow, skilling up, training, online, um, health, finance, um, uh, food chain supply, distribution, logistics, asset management, all these things are gonna thrive in this, in this market. All these areas are gonna thrive. But we're still going to eat. We're still going to go out for dinner. We're still going to get our coffee. We're still going to go and do takeout, right? We're still going to uh, go to the laundromat. We're still going to go and do all these things that we normally do in our world, but we're going to make decisions a little bit differently. So there's three people, the people that are, are curving down in that 18-month period. There are people, like you said, that are sitting there saying, hey, I just want to survive and ride this thing out. And they're going to ride this thing out. And when they hit the 18-month mark, most of those people are going to be out of business. Anybody that's flatlining, that is sitting there, I want to just hang in there and I want to survive. You go into survival mode, 
you're not going to last a couple of years if you're in survival mode. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. So there's going to be this third group of people, those innovators, planners, the people who are looking to engage, uh, the people that are increasing their efforts of that communication and marketing in the marketplace and looking for how they solve problems, the problems that are arising from the current circumstances. And they are going to go through a gradual upward turn over that. And they're going to hit that 18-month period and they're literally going to hockey stick and take off because they would have built enough domain um, knowledge and structure in that period that what, what will happen is they are going to have this exponential growth curve. A little bit of patience, focus, planning, adjusting, being fluid. We are now focused, forced to be creative. Right now, if we look at uh, where we are from a business point of view, we've got to act in hustle mode. We're acting as if we're starting up again, right? So what do startups do? They innovate, they create, they get, there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of uh, outward, um, hey, you know, we've got ideas, we're solving problems, where, you know, we're looking for diff different ways to message. Our communication and messaging has to change. Our messaging has to change to uh, how do we keep you, your business going and how do we keep you employing your employees? How do we make sure that you have uh, the basic needs and services to be able to, to, to uh, uh, live in this current uh, marketplace? How do we help you to connect with a broader audience? Remember that Maslow's hierarchy, we're in that, uh, that bottom three uh, area right now. Everybody's in this space, big, uh, 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 large, medium or small, you are here in that, that part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right. So, so how we operate is, you know, what problems can we solve? Whatever business you're in, you're going to have to iterate, you know, innovate and create. Right. You're going to have to get, you're going to have to get uh, creative on your pricing. You're going to have to provide incentives. You're going to perhaps, uh, you know, again, I'm quoting something that Todd uh, said the other day. He said, you're either going to do the same and for more, like you're going to add more at the same price. So you're going to add value, charge the same price or you're going to do the same for less, right? So you're going to do the same service and offer it at a lesser price. So those are the questions that you're answering. What can I do to, to keep my prices strong? And what can I add value, do more for the same? Or what can I do, same for less? What can I do to incentivize, to help people out financially in this period, to provide them and say, hey, we know that the storm is here. We've devised a package or a process or a product from a margin point of view. It, it keeps us in business, but it also helps you to thrive and grow with the problem that we solve. So those are the two considerations uh, that people need to make. John, what are, what are some ways that, you know, if, if say there's entrepreneurs out there and maybe they're remote running their business from home mm -hmm. and they have a small team that's yeah. international or, um, or just remote also, and they're, they're trying to figure out what to do next. Like you, you gave us a lot of advice, but say, say people, you know, I heard this statistic recently that the majority of entrepreneurs like people and companies have maybe a three to six month timeline before their cash runs out. And so what are, what are some ways they can start to get ideas to generate things that they're, they're certain or they have a good idea that those ideas will work? Okay, so let's go into some critical things that need to happen to be in business, right? To be in business, to be in business right now, to, to be in business, and I'm not talking about surviving, I'm talking about being in business. You're a commercial entity that is there to provide a service or a product or uh, whatever you're providing, whether it's a product that, uh, for, for pleasure or pain or whatever you're doing, right? The problem you solve, right? You're in business. So what are the fundamental things you need to do? You need to be acquiring customers. Number one function of your business, you need to acquire leads. You need to get people who are interested in what you have to offer. You need to direct your energy and communication to that market. Number two, you've got to nurture your leads. Not everybody's going to buy today, but you, you know, you, they are going to buy tomorrow. They're going to buy next month. They're going to buy in three months you're going to find six months you need to nurture your opportunities so number one you've got to be generating opportunities number two you've got to nurture opportunities number three which most people are crap at is you've got to have a sales process and a conversion strategy to help those clients on board to keep them on board that's number that's number uh, you know that's number three right you've got to help them right Number four, you've got to deliver results for what you do. So you've got to be very clear about how you help people get results for what you do. So that's your delivery. And number five, which is critical, retention um, uh, is important uh, to resell and upsell your clients. So right now in our current economic climate, there are two things that we need to do 
Absolutely. The very first thing, if you've got clients right now, you have to be communicating directly with your clients. You've got to get on the phone. If you're providing a service, you've got to get on the phone right now to your clients and say, hey, we have a plan for you. We want to help you. Yes, we've got uh, challenges and issues. Let's look at what we can do. Let's work together. Let's move forward. Let me show you that we're proactively going to make this happen. Number one, we need to communicate with our clients, existing clients, because we need to keep their revenue in our business. And in that number one of keeping our clients, we also want to keep our team. We want to keep our team employed, right? So we need to be discussing with our team and saying, hey, uh, because right now we, we're out there looking to acquire, we need to deliver. So I don't want you going anywhere. We're going to try and do everything we can to keep you here because their skills and their knowledge and their, their understanding of your systems and their processes is critical. Because if you lose people, you're unable to uh, scale and you're unable to manage. That means if you lose somebody, somebody else has to step, has to step in. And as entrepreneurs, if we've got a small team, guess who has to step in? We do, right? Right? So us, and we don't want to do that. We need to be, we need to be free to be thinking creatively and innovating, innovating on our business and iterating on our business. We don't need to be sitting there doing SEO or at the back packing the boxes to send out and ship out to the people. We don't want to be doing that. So we've got to keep our teams employed. So number one, keep the cash flow coming, um, work out deals with your clients. Uh, keep them on board and remember that idea. What can I do for the same and add more so that we're showing that we, we are taking care of our customers or maybe we do the same and we can offer an incentive to stay a little bit less. Cash flow is king. We need to keep our customers. That is a primary objective. And it's one area that most people have failed dismally at because they don't spend enough time in that retention. In fact, that's where the greatest revenue opportunity is right now is in retaining your clients, right? So that's number one. Number two, we are in business and as a business owner, we need to acquire customers. So acquiring customers, what do we do? We're either going to increase our marketing and advertising to attract, by the way, there's more room for people to jump into marketing and advertising right now because there's a whole bunch of people retracting out of the market. Uh, one of the things that the, the masters of the universe at Bain & Co and McKinsey are talking about, hey, if you really want to dominate in this market, you've got to increase your marketing. If I look at some of my consulting champions right now, we hold daily uh, work and action sessions that we're, we're trying different tactics and strategies every single day. Uh, some of our, uh, some of our uh, consulting champions are actually, actually upping their investment and lead generation every day. They're actually increasing their ad spends and their marketing spends. They've changed their messaging to suit where the market at and they're driving and generating clients. We've got clients right now that I'm working with that have generated eight new clients in the last 10 days in the middle of this horseshit that we're going through, right? In the middle of this crap that we're hitting, they're still acquiring customers, right? They're also losing customers. They're also, they're also losing customers. I had one client who brought on 24 clients last, uh, last week, 24 clients in a week in the digital marketing space, but they lost seven clients. There were seven clients that went by the wayside. So they're playing the balancing act of we've got to keep what we can keep and also make sure we're adding in. So the question is, is what is the message that you're putting out there? And the message that you're putting out there, depending on what product or service you're offering to the market, if it's e-commerce, you're going to have to incentivize the buy, right? Think about, where you, think about why people are buying your product. You need to look at ways of incentivizing the buy. Right now, people are looking for a deal because they're, they're managing their cash flow, right? They're paying attention to what they're spending their money on right now. That's in the short term. That's going to change uh, as we go along, right? We get back to some level of, uh, of, of engagement. So we need our messaging needs to be where our market is. If we're in the lead generation business or the business improvement market, and we go to that market and say, hey, let's build your business and let's generate a whole bunch of leads. They're not going to hear that, right? They don't want to know that. What they want to know is that what is the plan right now? What is the plan that we should be using to acquire? What is the plan that we should be using to help our clients to communicate better? What is the plan on how we can manage our teams at a remote level because we've never done that before? You know, where, what is the problem we're solving? So messaging, one thing that I'm talking to people is, hey, listen, um, uh, you know, that idea of clarity, assurance, and leadership, Clarity, assurance, and leadership come, comes from people who have a conviction in, in what they do and know how what they do benefits uh, the people that they serve, right? Clarity, assurance, conviction starts with you, right? You have to be confident, you have to be clear, and you have to have conviction. Because if you go to the market going, I don't know, we're trying to figure it out like everybody else, right? You know, you're in the caca land, right? And it sticks right? It's, it's going to stink really bad. So you have to, if you're serious about what you do and you know what you do is good and it can help people where they're at right now, you have a very great 
opportunity to be of service, to be of leadership, and to be connected to your marketplace. What you need to be doing is upping your communication, upping your service, upping your workload, right? You've got to up, 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 right? Because you'll become more visible. This is a time right now where you can actually become very visible in the market. This is a time where you can build communities and tribes because remember, that third hierarchy of Maslow's belonging connection is absolutely vital for your opportunities. So this, as a business owner, regardless of what business you're in, you can create a tribe that, that believe and love your brand, right? Uh, in the marketplace, right? So this right now, yes, this is happening. We are in the uncertainty of what's going on. But the other thing that people are not aware of is governments are now looking to pump money back into the economy. They're looking to pump, they're pumping in incentives, tax breaks, lending institutions are doing interest-free interest loans, uh, extending out credit lines um, because they've got to drive cash into this economy. And that cash is going to go to your consumer. And people are sitting in their homes right now, people who have money and people who are sitting going, okay, well, you know, we've got to ride this out. We've got to do the self-isolation thing. But what are they doing? They're working on, the, they're sitting there on the most powerful computer in the world right now. This is the most powerful computer in the world, right? And they're, you know, sliding left, sliding right, right? They're, they're, <laughs> right? they're, they're doing this with everything, right? Slide left, slide right uh -huh. for, for business, for ideas, for whatever, for connection, they're in there, right? So my question is, what is your strategy as a business owner, thinking of your product or service, and if you're helping people to communicate and engage, how are you helping people to connect with this thing, right, that we live, that we freaking sleep with right now, right? So that's where we're at in the, in, the, in the world in terms of opportunity. So what do you need? What do you need to acquire clients? You've got to be engaging that market. You've got to let people know that you're in business. And if you're in business, you've got to do some shit right? You got to actually go out there and ask people and offer your services based on where their mentality and where their mindset is. Because there are businesses out there right now that have sat there and gone, shit, I've got to go online, right? Like lots of businesses right now are sitting there going, I've got to go online. So if you've got skills online, like the people I work with, have got lots of skills online, people right now are looking for you. I've got one of their clients who's, uh, who's, um, uh, uh, working, uh, what's happened is the government has provided an incentive because they realise, you know, we need to go online. So the local government has gone, you know what, we're, we're giving $20,000 towards people who want to go online. They're subsidising, right? So, of course, my client has gone, you know what, uh, if you haven't got your online stuff working, we can get you $20,000 from the government to get you online. Let's help you do that. Would you like us to help you get that twenty grand? What do you think the response rate to that is? Yeah, 100%. It's yes. like, absolutely, dude. <laughs> yeah. The government's going to pay for my website yeah. and social media and freaking advertising. We're in, right? So let's get access to, to those resources. Remember, thinking a little bit cre creatively, look at what the opportunities are. Right now, governments are throwing, they're looking at ways of throwing money back in. All of us as business owners should be taking advantage of every tax break. We should be taking advantage of every uh, grant that the government is offering. We should be taking advantage of any asset opportunity. Right now, gov our government in Australia is offering or working on the idea of offering a $250,000 interest-free loan. Wow. Wow. Now that, that, you can, you That's can do free money. <laughs> you can free do money. damage with a quarter of a million dollars, right? Yes. So understand that as a business owner, you need to be looking at where you can actually use opportunities to help people in the market. Understand that we're in a, uh, in, a, in a time where people now are looking at what the hell can I do online, right? You know, now one of the things that we're seeing here, if you look at what's happening with Amazon FBA, and I don't know, I think they've just changed the rules or changed this. Amazon's saying, you know, I think until about the 14th of April, they can't, they're not going to take any uh, uh, deliveries for their distribution centers for all these people who have been living off Amazon with their FBA stores, right? So if, you're, if I can't rely on Amazon as a distribution center for my product, what am I going to do to get my product in the market, right? I'm going to take my shit off Amazon, put it on my own e-commerce store, engage the market directly socially on Facebook, wherever I want to do. And instead of driving to Amazon, I'm going to drive directly to my product. So I'm going to iterate and innovate. People are going to need help with that. The e-commerce market needs help. They need help with SEO. They need help with advertising. They need help with um, uh, developing their, uh, their uh, landing pages, developing their websites. All this sort of stuff, they're going to sit there and go, shit, I've got to pivot into where people are because I now need to own my own, as a friend of mine, James Schramko, says you've got to own your own race course, right? Um, and so things are changing. So 
understand that right now there's a ton of people out there sitting at home looking, searching, look at ideas, um, looking at all the broken shit that they have in their home that needs to be fixed. So when they get back, all the contractors are going to be really busy, by the way. They're going to be out there plumbing and air conditioning and, you know, summer's coming. So the air conditioning market's going to, you know, go up, right? So this is a time where you don't want to be reactive and let go of all your employees. If you're firing your employees, you're making a very irrational decision right now, right? Big companies, they have to do that. They've got to clean up in big companies. Smaller businesses can't afford to do that. Right? You want to do everything possible to keep people employed because you're going to need them when we come out of this in the next uh, a couple of months. Right? We're, on, we're going to go back into trajectory because what's going to happen is you know, two months of this isolation shit, right? people who are in business are going to get fed up and go, listen, we've got to get back into this. We've got to, we've got to start offering stuff. So, we, so we've got to start you know, uh, uh, trading. Otherwise, what do we do? Right? We are human beings that are here to grow. We are not human beings here to uh, isolate and die, right? We are on the growth trajectory. So, so uh, these are some of the things that you want to do in consideration. What are you doing to acquire clients right now? What are you doing to helping your clients stay? This is a conversation I'm having every day with the people I'm working with. This is a conversation that my clients, the people I work with, are having with their customers. How do we stay in business? How do we be in business? And how do we thrive out of this, right? Um, this is an opportunity for domination in markets right now. Uh, so, so uh, yeah. So, mate, uh, ask away. So a couple of things to touch on, just uh, U.S., uh, you guys in the U.S., if you don't know yet, the U.S. has given a bunch of tax breaks for entrepreneurs and regular folks. Actually, um, April 15th was the deadline. They moved back the deadline. You need to file your taxes, but you don't have to pay them until June 15th now, which is very nice. And, um, and then also on top of that, you said, uh, John, that this is when wealth is generated. The Kennedy family... Uh, probably both legally and illegally uh, amassed, I think somewhere like 80% of their wealth the four years post the Great Depression. And yeah. so that's, uh, that's something to keep note of too. So we have a question from Jared Couture. Uh, John, he says, do you think it's a good time to launch, an online mar- uh, launch online marketing campaigns for the digital entrepreneurs right now? How do you think online work will go? You, mentioned, you covered that, but we'll do it again. Seems to me like more people will start working online and companies who have people come in will realize it's not really necessary for people who already work. We touched on that. For me, uh, for me, my work continues as usual right now. I'm teaching online, thinking about launching online campaigns with discounts for the times. Um, yes to all of those things, right? <laughs> like, like right now, we've got to be active and we've got to be out there in the marketplace. We've got to be visible. If you want people to buy what you have to offer, you've got to become visible to those people. But I will say one thing, and you've got to be, got to be very, very uh, uh, careful here. There's two modalities that you can be in your marketing. You can be seen as being predatory, right? So you can be seen as somebody who's trying to take advantage of the situation, or you can be seen as somebody who is in leadership. So you need to ask the question, is my campaigning predatory? Am I, am I using this uh, idea to say, hey, let's get rich uh, online. You can, you, know, you can start your online business. And I know there are some people right now that are being extremely predatory in our marketplace of the messaging. They're actually selling a lot of horseshit to a lot of people. So, so to me, that's very damaging. But those people uh, are going to be found out pretty quickly. They're not going to survive in this marketplace. It's short-term cash, short-term game. It is not a way to grow a future business. So if you take leadership in what you're doing, if you're actually genuinely wanting to help people and you're taking that philosophy and you can, and you can speak to people or communicate to people at that level of saying, hey, you have an opportunity right now. And yes, online is an opportunity. There are so many things that you can do online. And by the way, SaaS is going to boom right now. There are going to be, you know, we're on, we're on Zoom right now. So we're using uh, Zoom and, uh, and obviously Facebook. Facebook traffic is going through the roof. Uh, ad, ad cost is going down, uh, which is really cool. But here's the, here's the funny thing about what we're doing. So in the last uh, month, in, February, in, in fact, in February, uh, when this started in China, uh, Zoom had more subscribers in that 30-day period than they had in the entire two and a half years of their business. In one month, they had more people jump on this platform to communicate more than ever. So if you have tools, software, automation, those sorts of things are very supportive of where people are at. 
education is very big. Like you, you, uh, you touched on the idea of education, Jared. Education is huge right now. People want to upskill. They want to change their skills. They want to reskill and they want to look for new opportunities. They want to look for the fact that, yes, they can work online. The job market and the quality of people coming into the job market is awesome. One of the biggest, one of the cool things that's happening right now, if, you don't, if you're not realizing that we were heading, we were in a market of zero um, functional employment. So what zero functional employment means is that uh, what you're doing is that there are zero peak skill levels coming into the market. So anybody you're employing was at the bottom of the market. In actual fact, anybody that was unemployed was, un was, is, was unemployable. So anybody that you were looking to employ was already employed by somebody. So if you're looking at the skills, there was a massive skill shortage. The economic situation, or sorry, the geopolitical situation changed uh, back in 2016 when, uh, when we had DT jump into the presidency. Uh, he started changing that idea and he put pressure on the skill shortage in the market. He didn't actually, ex he, ex he exacerbated the problem. So it was only a matter of time, and we, are, we were about to hit that time, where we come into zero functional employment. So guess what? We've now got a whole bunch of people who've just come out of the workforce uh, uh, into the market. So now we have a glut, we have a huge opportunity and a skill pool that we can draw from, and those skill sets and those people can adapt some of those skills to online. Right. So to answer your question, yes, education training is definitely recession proof. It is one of the areas that will significantly grow. Uh, but the messaging that you want to have in this marketplace, and this is the messaging that I'm doing with the people that I'm working with, is you must communicate at where they're at. Uh, you must acknowledge you know, what the problems are and what's going on. And you've got to come to that market with your plan. You say, hey, I've got a plan for you. Here's how I believe it's going to work. And here's how I know that you can help yourself uh, into opportunities in this market. So yes, the online education market is going to boom. Uh, by the way, if we look at, um, and I'll, I, can, I can mention his name, um, uh, back in 2008, we had the GFC. There's this guy, so nobody knows who this guy is. His name's Anthony Robbins. I don't know if you know who Anthony <laughs> Robbins is. Nobody really knows who Anthony Robbins is. Tony, Tony. But, but Tony <laughs> Robbins, right? Tony Robbins. Well, back in, I just had a conversation, I was talking to his uh, head of sales uh, yesterday, uh, and we had a really interesting conversation. But back in 2008, uh, in that four years coming out of the, the GFC, the uh, Anthony Robbins Corporation has it, had its biggest growth rate, training. Um, mindset, you know, um, uh, uh, getting focused, getting clear, uh, being entrepreneurial, all that sort of stuff. He grew a multi-hundred million dollar business in that period. So training and reskilling and looking at skilling online, very, very big markets, huge opportunity. Uh, for the digital marketing space, the people who know how to do Facebook ads, you are in a great space. The people who know how to do AdWords really well, you're a great place. The SEO experts of the world, you are in a fantastic place right now. Uh, because what you do, uh, you know, uh, is going to is helping people to to take a positive trajectory. So I hope I answered your question, Jared. Yes to everything that you've said, right? All those things that you're suggesting to do, I say yes. Just look at your messaging because that's what's going to get the opportunity for you. Um, uh, look at where you're solving that problem. Uh, if you can niche into an audience, even better. If you can niche into an audience, even better, because that's going to uh, that's going to narrow. Uh, the product you're, you're delivering so you can productize, uh, that will offer you scale and leverage. So uh, the answer is five yeses to you, Jared. <laughs> John, John, you're making me really excited to be an entrepreneur right now. Um, <laughs> I, I uh, wanted to mention something that actually just slipped my mind that I was going to touch on. Oh, for the online uh, education platforms, and, and you said it's going to skyrocket. I think it already has skyrocketed. I talked to Ray Blakeney, who I think is a mutual friend of both yours and I's, uh, runs Live Lingua, and he said there was a 65% gross, 65% uh, uh, increase in the past couple of weeks with his online education business. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you're, I think you're, you're hundred percent right. We have another question from a guy about, from Michael Tucker. He says, where is the 20,000 coming from to get online? Did you mention about getting it? Yeah, the government, so this is local government in the, the Northern Territory in Australia is giving money to uh, businesses to get online. And there are, but by the way, one of the things that I would encourage everybody to do is go and check out what your local and state governments are offering as incentives, uh, where perhaps you can see revenue that your, people don't know. By the way, a lot of people don't know where they can access this stuff. So if you can, if you can find out where you can access this money and go to the market and say, hey, this is how we can help you get that money, or this is where you 
you can get that money. If you weren't aware now, you can be aware of future. This is where you can get that money. Uh, let's work together on helping you get that money, right? Uh, so, so right now, I've got to tell you, there's a lot of creative financing going on. There's a lot of creative incentive, uh, uh, incentives happening. Uh, governments, I believe, will be producing stimulus packages for the next six to 12 months. We are going to see new stimulus packages all the way through um, uh, for the next into this quarter and also into the next quarter. Um, and now, let me tell you this, yes, there will be a moment of rationalization, but um, keep an eye out for that. As a business owner, you have access to funds right now that perhaps you're not aware of. Um, there's even talk of uh, people being able to access their 401ks and take money out of that and use that. Uh, it's happening here in Australia. They're accessing uh, funds out of superannuation funds are allowing you to take out a certain amount of funds, uh, um, uh, obviously to help you know with cash and uh, you know keeping the doors open and all that sort of stuff. So so there is um, there is some really creative financing that is going on uh, and that will go on. Um, the banks know that they have to survive. Uh, you know that right now their stocks have been up and down like crazy, like everybody's stocks. But they banks know, uh, and the Federal Reserve is going to print trillions and trillions of dollars of cash. You're going to keep that cash uh, moving in that economy. So, uh, so understand, look at your opportunities from where you can access money as an entrepreneur or as a business owner uh, in your local state. I know lots of states are getting very creative with their own. Um, stimulus packages or financial packages within their markets as well. And even at local government level, we're seeing that in Australia, even the local government level, they're making adjustments to things that they can do to have an impact on the local economies. Yeah. yeah. Everything is negotiable right now. And, um, oh, yeah. and I talked to a friend that runs that, uh, does credit card deals online. And he said, uh, the 0% interest, uh, applications for credit cards are skyrocketing right now. And they're yep. trying to get yep. those, those credit card companies are trying to get yep. those into the hands of the consumers. And credit card companies are also holding off on their interest payments. They're actually going, there's yes. uh, some institutions are sitting saying, you know what, uh, let's just hold off for the next six months. We won't charge you any interest on your, on your card. And if you need, we'll give you an emergency line of credit. Uh, so, you know, like I said, financial institutions are getting creative um, uh, and innovating on product and iterating on product that is serving the markets. So understand there are plenty of opportunities. Now, that's not to say I want, I want everybody to be very mindful. You do not want to go into debt, uh, further debt in this, in this uh, market. Uh, you know, you want to be making sure that you're being very creative with your money and the way you spend. And the other thing I just want to say is I know that we're in lockdown and stuff like that, but go and spend money in those stores that are open. Go and put some money back into into your communities. Um, you know, I, I went to, we had uh, takeout last night uh, from the seafood place. It was a restaurant, but they said, hey, you know, we can't, no congregation. We're going, uh, you know, we, we want to deliver, right? And I said, how, you know, how are you going? Like, how are things happening? Yeah, well, you know, the faithful customers are staying with us. Um, but, you know, obviously we're seeing the, the downturn. So whilst they were making my, whilst they were making my meal, I ducked out to the local uh, bottle store, grabbed a six pack of beer and said, guys, you're working so hard here. I just want to say thank you for the fact that you stayed open um, because, um, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, uh, have to cook every meal or do anything like that. Um, but, you know, I just want to say thank you. You know, dude cried. Like, you know, it, was, it was, you know, he was like, you know. It's crying over beer. Yeah. Spend money. Spend yeah. <laughs> Different way. But, you know, spend yeah. money where you can in your community. Um, you know, uh, help those restaurants, help those coffee shops, help those uh, uh, places where uh, they are still in business and trying to keep their people employed. Uh, make sure that, you're, that you are mindful that you're putting some cash back into uh, your economy that, because that's going to pay huge dividends for a lot of people. So yeah. uh, be mindful of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking over our bullet points, John, and I'm just making sure that we touched on everything. Is there anything else you think we missed? I think we need to focus on th those two things, what we do to retain our clients and what we need to do to uh, acquire customers. Those are things that are very critical to every business right now. The thing that I want you to be mindful of, and I think I mentioned this before, and this came out of the conversation with Todd Herman, you know, um, think about what your value proposition is. You think about, and you're going to be uh, pressed on this as well. You're either going to have to provide, look at, you know, 
getting your return at the same pricing point, but adding value to what you do. So you've got to add more for the same, or you're going to provide the same for less. So if you need capital and cash, you want to incentivize people to spend, you're going to have to cre get creative on your margins. You're going to have to get creative for maybe a time being, or maybe you have to iterate a new product at a certain price point where you know that you're making profit, but it, it, but it appeals to people's uh, uh, discernment of how they're spending their capital. So uh, those two points, we're either going to offer the same and add more, or we're going to have the same and we're going to, uh, we're going to charge less uh, for the same. Right? Those are things you want to be thinking about uh, in adjusting. From a client acquisition point of view, your message, if you're in a service-based business, your message has to be one of help. We've got plans. We've got strategy. We've got ideas. This is a, these are the ideas that we're sharing with our current clients and helping them through this time and beyond. If you're interested in looking at some of the ideas, I'm more than happy to share those ideas. You want to come from a place of help, support, and encouragement. Remember that word leadership. You're going to hear that word a lot. You're going to hear the leadership word a lot, right? Um, um, but that's what it means. It means taking charge. It means creating some level of certainty, some level of continuity. Talk about the, the optimistic uh, aspects of what's going on around us. Yes, we are in a certain, in a vortex of a shitstorm at the moment, and we don't know when that's going to clear up, but we understand that's going on. Let's, you know, that's reality, right? But at the end of the day, there are people who are still spending money. My client, we, we, like I said, we've been doing these work in actions, and in a work in action, what we're doing is we're breaking down a strategy, approach, structure, and we go, okay, let's give that a try. Let's go out there and give that a shot. And then we, we, we get the feedback, right? We get the immediate feedback. Then we come back the next day and we sit there, like we're sitting down with our, our clients and we're sitting there, great, what happened? What was the response? Uh, you know, did we win? Did we lose? Are we indifferent? Where are we? Okay, great, let's make an adjustment. Let's try something different in our messaging. Let's give that a shot. And the funny thing is, is what, we, what I've been trying to do is having that focus and that intention, we're seeing people actually bring in more clients in this period because what we're focusing on is, well, how do we solve the problem? How do we communicate effectively? Uh, I can cite an example of somebody that I had a conversation with in our, uh, in our uh, client base the other day. They're in the not-for-profit sector. Now, if there's one area that is absolutely panicking right now, it is the not-for-profit sector. The associations, the charities, you know, they're hugely in problem area. So who would have thought that a consultant uh, from a marketing point of view is going to go into the market and, and extract revenue for a service they provide in the not-for-profit sector? Well, let me tell you, they've got lots of cash. There's some not-for-profit areas that have lots of cash, but the critical area they're having problem with is they have the same problem that we're having, retention and client acquisition. So the message was, how do we help maintain the retention and at the same time, be the voice of leadership, getting the community together, working on problems, working on ways to innovate and create and iterate for the industry. Um, how, you know, do you want to be part of that gang? That's the acquisition of new, new members. Um, the, our current members, you don't want to step out of this. We're looking for a resource, so we're bringing in um, education, we're bringing in support. You want to be part of this community to be able to make sure that you maintain and survive. So that was a message that they went in with, right? And then they came out with, like I, got, I literally got the email, uh, like, before we had our meetings, like an hour before we had a meeting, she says, won the deal, got the deal, right? So here she was thinking, my market's going to just die and disintegrate and blah, blah, blah. But by adjusting, making the message, trying something um, uh, in that messaging, making an offer uh, uh, to that market, that person says, you know what? You're the first person that's come to me that's made any sense in what's going on here. We need to hire you. Right. So remember that you remember you own what you deliver to the market. If you own what you deliver, if you are clear and confident of what you can deliver as a product or service in the market, your prospective customer is going to see that from you. They're going to have confidence in making that investment. So from a mindset point of view, you want to be sitting there saying, hey, let's get creative. Let's put let's try different offers. Let's look at our messaging. Our messaging has to change. That is a clear fact for every industry. If, any industry. if you are sending out the same marketing message that you were a month ago, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your time and you're wasting your money. You've got to change your messaging to where the market is, right? Um, now, that doesn't mean you have to change your service. The service could be exactly the same, but you need to align the service with the message that solves a problem for your market. That's what you need to do. The other thing I want to talk about is um, uh, just this happened to me. I was, at a, I was speaking on a, at a, at a two-day virtual summit. It was a, supposed to be an uh, in-person live summit. Um, but it ended up being a virtual summit. They pivoted. They didn't give any refunds. They still kept people coming to this event. <clears throat> and I was speaking at this event. Whilst I was speaking at this event, um, um, 
uh, because I was getting up at two o'clock in the morning, because the event was being held in the United States, I was getting up at two o'clock in the morning to attend this event, to speak at this event. Um, I, didn't get, I didn't get to watch the news. I didn't get to watch the news. I didn't see anything. I didn't know what was going on uh, because for two days I was in there. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was busy with my clients. And uh, so I was like, I had the opportunity to be able to do some work and, and be, for, be at this uh, live event. So for two days, I never saw the morning news and I wasn't really watching, you know, my feeds and seeing all the bullshit that people are writing and, you know, the sky's falling stuff. But one thing I did notice is I really felt differently because one of the things that the news service is doing right now is, is they're compounding the same story as they are in every news feed over and over and over again. And the, the story hasn't changed. It's the same story, but there's an iteration on the same story. So they're going to tell you that this expert says that we are, you know, we're, we're headed for disaster. This expert says, well, you know, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. This expert says that we've got to do, so you're hearing the same story over and over and over again. For those who are watching, those who are listening, turn off your news channel. The only time, I w I'm not oblivious to what's going on in the world. So what I'm doing is I'm just watching the news once. I just need to go, okay, is there anything, any updates, anything that I need to be aware of in my local community? Um, I'm, I'm listening to that. The only other organization that I'm spending any time trying to uh, get some grasp of is the WHO, the World Health Organization. They are at the cusp and the, they are at the cusp of the credible information when it comes to what's going on with this, uh, with this pandemic, right? So I don't need to, leave, need to listen to all these doctors, so-called experts, literally, uh, because understand where doctors are coming from. They are scientists, right? Uh, they are very pragmatic. They are going to draw out the most extreme case. So you're going to hear a lot of shit that you don't want to really know about. And the other thing is they're talking about things that haven't even happened yet. And that's the, that's the other critical thing is you're listening to people who are predicting futures that have not even occurred or and may not even occur. But if our attention is taking that in, where where that's going to create um, uncertainty, that's going to create panic, that's going to create uh, a level of anxiety, right? The one area that is going to grow, if you want to be in a niche market that's going to grow right now, it's going to be mental health. Mental health, right now, we're self-isolating, we're creating problems for ourselves. Mental health is going to be the biggest growth industry coming out of this uh, pandemic and coming out of this time. So the counsellors, the psychologists, the psychiatrists, the support, the community support people, they are going to be inundated. There's going to be a huge uh, growth growth. I know this because I have a friend in, who's in, the, in, the, in a big space, in the health space, in the, in the mental health space. Um, and let me tell you, they're already starting to see uh, the, the trajectory uh, heading up in a big way. So if you want to help people in the mental health market, that's a big market. Um, but here's the, here's the thing. So that's occurring. So one thing, what you're consuming, you only need to be advised uh, uh, keep abreast once, right? If you're going to watch news, just watch it once, switch off from it. Um, anybody that posts unhelpful things, right, on my feed, I, this is what I say to them. My first question to you is, how is this helping? How are you helping people with this information by spreading this information? What help are you delivering? And number two is, I've just decided to remove you from my feed. I don't need people that are not helping right now. I want to be with people who are helping the situation. So I, anytime I see bullshit on my feed, I will call them out and ask the question, how is what you're doing here helping anybody? How is this helping? Please explain to me how this is helping, right? Uh, move, move us forward. And I cannot have you in my community. I cannot have you with, have you with a connection anymore. Thanks for coming. You're out. Right. I only want to speak to people who are helping. Right. So be mindful of your social media. Call people out on their shit in a nice way. Like I'm just saying, hey, ask the question. How is this information that you're sharing or putting out there? How is this helping the situation? If it's helping, please let me know how this is helping. They won't be able to tell you. Right. All they're doing is posting shit. Right. Very quickly, they start, they're going to start to realize, well, shit, I'm just uh, uh, wasting time here you know, spreading shit that isn't real or isn't true or isn't supportive or isn't helpful in any way, right? You want to be the voice of reason for your family, for your friends, for your community, for your business and the businesses that you support and help and also for the businesses who are not clients yet. You want to be that voice of reason. You want to be that voice of clarity and assurance. And you, let me tell you, as a business owner, and this is where you've got to pull your scrotum over your head, right, uh, to have the wake-up call, right? Um, uh, my apologies to, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the, the analogy would be, but you've got to get a big hammer and go bang, right? 
what am I doing? Is what I'm doing helping right now or is what I'm doing not helping? You've got to make plans every day. Uh, one of the things we're doing in Work in Action is we go through and say, great, let's think, you know, let's good, bad, or indifferent. Like, let's put out what we're thinking about, right? Let's put out what we need to be working on. Let's put that on that list. We're going to pay, we want to pick three things that are going to make an impact, a positive impact, only three. Not 20, like we, let me tell you, some people's list are like 40, thing, 40 things long, right? So we're just going to pick three things. This is for a friend of mine, Dan Meredith, who reminded me of this, right? Getting shit done, right? Pick three things. Three things are going to make an impact. Put it in your calendar, go and work to those things, get them done. At the end of the day, do a review on how you've made that impact. Now, the rest of the list, what you do is you scrap it up and throw it away. It doesn't become an evolving, growing list. You're only interested in focusing on three things that make an impact every day. We can all do that, right? At least you're going to get one thing every day. So if you're doing one thing, that's five things, uh, five things you're going to do with impact. Over a month, that's going to be 20 things you're going to do with impact. Over the course of the year, that's going to be 140 things you're going to do with impact. I don't know anybody in business has done 140 things in their business with impact, right? Even if you did half of that or a third of that, even if you did a third of that, you're going to be progressing and you're going to be growing uh, as an opportunity in the marketplace. So think about what you're consuming. Make sure you're communicating uh, a message, uh, the message of reason. Make sure you're committing that, communicating the message of help. Make sure, you know, right now you can create communities easier than ever before because guess what they're all freaking sitting at home left right swiping on this freaking thing right that's what <laughs> right. they're doing right? right so uh so right now you can uh, create opportunity for yourself you can build your communities and the other thing that i haven't touched on and i think this is a huge opportunity more than ever before and nobody talks about this or at least i i'm not seeing people talk about this but now is the time as business owners that we can actually create extraordinary partnerships, collaborations, and strategic alliances. We have audiences that can benefit from other people's expertise and ideas in those audiences. And they have audiences that can benefit from our products and services as well. How do we come together? Because we are in a time of looking for opportunities to be able to uh, be in business, stay in business and thrive. One of the fastest ways to thrive and leverage is through the relationships with other people. So the question you want to ask yourself is what value can I bring to uh, those people in the marketplace? And the other question is what value can they bring or how can we work together to, to cross-pollinate the value proposition, the value opportunity. Now, it doesn't have to be a money play. It could be just one where you are uh, saying, hey, look, you, know, you need help. I want to help. I want to be a voice of reason. I want to be a voice of leadership. I know that you've got a community. Um, you know, this is how we can add value to that community. So maybe it's exposing yourself to a whole new audience or a whole new opportunity. Or you can do a commercial thing. Let, let's get you marketing to our people with a message that supports the current environment. Let's market our, our products and services to your people that supports the message environment. And let's share with that opportunity. Right now, strategic partnerships are huge are huge and many people right now i know in my world and i know in the world that i in the in the people that i was speaking to and the businesses that i have exposure to this is something that i know that i'm working on but others are working on as well because that is a huge leveraged opportunity and in the online space we we actually have knowledge on how we can pull that off in the offline space we've got to look at different ways of doing that but to, to me uh, that is that is something that my green glass, the glasses of opportunity are open to is where are there opportunities to strategically align that leadership and communication where we can help each other out, support, encourage, uh, provide things of value and of service that open the door to a new level of, uh, of communication, a new level of opportunity in the marketplace. So that third group of people I talked about in the, in the beginning, that trajectory going on the next 18 months, they're going to be cruising, cruising, cruising. That's the hockey stick. The hockey stick is leverage partnerships. That's the real hockey stick for a lot of businesses. So one of the things you want to be asking is, you know, a lot of people ask me, John, well, how do I get strategic alliance? Well, think about the channel partners that serve your community. You have clients and you have a list. 
why not introduce your list to those channel partners so they can open the door to new customers? And why don't you add some value to their community so they open the door to you, expose you to people that they know, like, and trust, and you're, you're able to get a much stronger um, uh, revenue uh, um, and conversion opportunity based on that type of relationship. So if you, so, and by the way, people are looking for that optimism. People looking to go, hey, oh, that's an idea. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, let's look at how that might work, right? Uh, the easy, if you want to put a message out to people, say, hey, I'm really interested in partnering with people who are looking to leverage, uh, um, I guess, an opportunity to serve and to help uh, communities with their products and services. Can we have that conversation? I'll guarantee you'll get a lot of people go, yeah, let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. You open the door to the opportunity. If you're going out to the market, a message you can put out in the market very easily is to let people know that you have a plan that you're working on with your current customers that you would like to share with people who are interested who need help in this market. Not, I want you to buy my shit. Don't do that, right? Let's start with, hey, um, we've got a plan. We're planning every day. We're working with people every day. We're looking at ways of improving and making sure that one, that we are in business, we stay in business, and we're actually going to be thriving out of this. This is our focus and philosophy. We're helping people just like you. I'm more than happy to share the plans that we're working on with our clients uh, that may help you. And if, if, you, if you decide or if you see that that's something that, that is working for you, then we can figure out how we can work together. That's right. the message that we want to be sending out into the marketplace. So there are two campaigns that, uh, that I've just... Uh, uh, created there for you uh, in real time you should be sending out how can we work with each other to open up opportunities support and help and show leadership and the second one is hey right now we're doing some really cool stuff we're working and adapting to our current environment uh, we, I would love to, I'm more than happy to share I know you're in time of crisis I know that the, the shit storm is happening you know you know address the elephant it's not an elephant it is a freaking turd that's sitting in front of people's noses <laughs> right now yeah. right a yeah. really yeah. big turd <laughs> an a big turd. hairy <laughs> yeah elephant turd that's sitting in front and say hey i know that this is uh, off-putting i know that there's confusion i know that there's frustration but i want to have a conversation one that at least gives you some level of clarity some level of optimism some level of uh, a sense that you have options you have real reason options that you can take that can make a difference so if we can have those types of conversations uh, i will guarantee you're going to open the door to uh, uh, massive clients i don't care if you've got a product i don't care if you've got a service i don't care if you're selling coat hangers right there are people who still need to buy and invest in your stuff right we just need to communicate that message to maximize that opportunity John, that was, uh, if you guys are listening, uh, re-listen. If you haven't listened yet and you're an entrepreneur, you have a business, this is a must-listen-to uh, podcast by John Logar. I've, I've got two pages of notes in front of me just, listen, just, just listening to what you're saying, John. <laughs> it was so good, so good. Um, I, I'm going to wrap it up there, but like, if the listeners uh, want to look, reach out and learn more about what you have going on, um, figure out uh, what's the next step for them. Where's the best place they can do that? Easiest, easiest thing to do. Like I, I, I know, you know, I'm, I, I guess I'm putting it, this out there, but I, I'm trying to help people who really want to, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, um, my interest right now is I just want to help people see a clear path to their opportunities. That's my biggest thing. So I'm going to put this out there. I've got a, I've got a thing. It's called calljohnlogar.com calljohnlogar.com. That gives you, that, that answers some questions for you, gets you to think a little bit clearly, um, but it also allows you to have some time with me if you want to have some time with me. So if you go to calljohnlogar.com. If you want, I've got a ton of free training sitting on consultingunleashed.com. Um, if you can see the URL just behind me here on the, on the banner. Um, if you go to consultingunleashed.com, I, I did a mini course on uh, a really focused uh, opportunity of leverage. So I'm a big believer in having one offer, one market, one product, one conversion strategy, one plan. I actually outline exactly what you need to do. That is free. Uh, I, I literally filmed that on the Manhattan side of the Brooklyn Bridge and I shot it over the Brooklyn Bridge to the Brooklyn side. So you'll, you'll join me on a walking journey of business development. Uh, but if you want to grab that, feel free to grab that. That is available. Uh, there's no money that you need to buy. Your credit card is safe. Um, but, uh, uh, but your credit card is safe. Uh, but, but as I said, uh, if you really, if you want my help and you want to at least talk to somebody that's, uh, you know, I'm constantly talking to a lot of people about the, uh, the, the opportunities and the optimism of, 
uh, where we can actually one be you know that mantra be in business we're going to be in business do the things you need to do uh, the other the other idea is you want to stay in business you want to be here for a long time and the third part of that is you want to put yourself in an opportunity of thriving so if you want to have those types of conversations or if you're interested in a conversation with me at that level I'm happy I will open my uh, calendar up to those people for that conversation uh, if you want to get some clarity and some understanding so if you go to call John Logart.com, uh, you'll find it there. JohnLogar.com and ConsultingUnleashed.com, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, excellent. John, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing all of your tips and tricks and wisdom with us. We always appreciate it. This is the third time we've had John on the show, and we're always grateful, and we'll definitely have you back. Happy to come back in a few months' time and, and uh, uh, you know, perhaps talk, out, talk about what the fallout or, or yeah. you know, what the trajectories are, because yeah, at the moment I'm it. talking to a lot of people uh, I'm, I'm, you know, engaging a lot of people who are working on some pretty clever things uh, in the market, you know, um, and so I'm more than happy to share that uh, with the audience. Mate, this is just an opportunity. You know, I use this opportunity just to connect with yeah, you. Yeah, not it's true. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. So it's cool to cool to hang out with you. I really appreciate Likewise. you putting this uh, this podcast out there too. So thank you, and uh, I'd love to get some feedback on the people who are applying some of the things that we talked about too. That'd be awesome. Yes, for sure, for sure. So listeners there, you can check out John, uh, consultingunleashed.com. And is, was it, what was the other one? Chatwithjohn.com? Call johnlogar.com. Call johnlogar.com. One URL. We'll put it, yeah. we'll put call the me. links there. <laughs> call me. You want, to talk, you want to talk opportunity, business, and real things. Uh, like I said, I'm here to help as many people as possible. So thank you. Grateful, John, as always. Thank you so much. You guys on Facebook Live, thanks for chiming in. And podcast listeners, thanks for chiming in. We're going to wrap it up there, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, listeners, thanks for joining us once again. We wanted to remind you about our high-performance productivity coaching and our five, six, seven, and eight-figure private masterminds. These are all designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to help you scale rapidly and grow. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That's thebusinessmethod.com. And we'll see you all on the next episode.